On today's show, the good, the bad, and the moon. The bait is over, it's time to get out the pan because we're turning on the fryer. And the speculation is at an all-time high, with data miners digging deep into the grimoire and beta data. Are they correct, or is this a load of false information from the fallen? All this and more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What's up, everybody? How's the withdrawals? Are you are you like shaking yet? Are are you a bunky junkie? Are you uh, living without your beta? It's it's not quite been twelve hours just yet, but it's indeed true. Beta's done. Diddy is here with me. How are you, man? How how are you handling the end of the beta? I'm handling it all right. Did you, uh, at the end, like, just kind of, were, were you sort of done? Because you've had two weeks, man. <laughs> yeah, the last day I played was Saturday, and I was just, I was kind of done with it. Not because I didn't like it, but because I just have a lot going on in terms yeah. of school right now. But when does I, this I really end? wanted to, it's sometime like August 8th or something. Oh, so you still have some time left, like a yeah. couple weeks. But. I loved the beta. It was so much fun. Like when I was in at school or at work, I was thinking of what I would go home to do that night. It was it was becoming an addiction easily. I feel that. I I got like okay, so like my first character was a Titan and I had fun. Max leveled him, got done with the stories. You were not kidding. The last story mission, the music at the end was so good, dude. Well, like, the fifth story mission. The yeah. last story mission on Earth, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's leave the beta or the moon mission out of it like <laughs> that was a really fun mission like and i first did it i think level six with the first character so there were moments like where i was really scared that i was going to like lose and have to restart over yeah if you die in the middle of that last fight you'll actually you'll respawn but you'll have to start from the beginning of that last fight yeah that's okay it was really i wasn't expecting it like, just wave after wave, and especially the... What are they called? The guys that charge at you. Uh, the thralls. Thralls, thralls yeah. Oh, yeah. those things, man. Those, those remind <sighs> me of the the flood, the little oh, spore floods. Yeah. They're just so annoying. <laughs> I love when those guys would show up. Like, it was so reminiscent, yes, of Halo, but that enemy type, like, I don't think any other game producer does that kind of flood charging at you yeah, enemy like Bungie unique. does. Yeah. <laughs> and like they're not as weak as the spores either like they're usually not one hit melee kill oh, and it's, dude. it's annoying like they'll just they'll just rush you and just start mauling you and you're like ah get off me like and like the shotguns that i was using had enough of a reload time that it made those fights like really intimidating i did not want them to get in shotgun zone because i'm like dude i only got four shots and then they're gonna start beating me down dude, i don't have enough time to reload you need to learn the secret of the fusion rifle the fusion oh, rifle is good. so good in pve it's so good because they stack like three deep and then that thing can just wipe like yeah. three of them at once seriously it's it's the best and it's the effect so on it looks so good dude well i got like all the way to saturday as well I played the whole two hours of the moon, and we're going to talk about the moon and all that and more. Um, but first, we got to get to today's stories. News! All right, number one on the news is a huge one, and it's unconfirmed. 
but it looks like beta data miners, people who've gone into the actual files of the beta, as well as looking at Grimoire achievements, the Grimoire being the companion app, like it's basically your achievement score within Destiny. I don't know if any of you noticed while you're playing, the bottom of the screen, you come up, looks like a little achievement, it would say, you know, kills rank two or Vanguard stuff, blankety blank. They're achievements basically in game. They've cross-referenced this data with the data that's available in the beta files, and they've come up with uh, what they think is the release model for Destiny. How many story missions, crucible maps, strikes, blah, 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 are going to be coming out at launch. And what they're saying is 22 story missions, 11 crucible maps, 6 strikes, 4 exploration areas, and 1 raid at launch. This is all unconfirmed, and it has Reddit in a tizzy today. I mean, hundreds of comments because, uh, let's face it, let's just break it down on two sides of things. If you played the beta... You got through probably all five story missions in the beta very quickly. And uh, if you were going to (laughs) compare that to 22 story missions at launch, I would think that you could probably beat all the story in under a week. Is this totally crazy, Diddy? No, it's not totally crazy. From what the beta showed us, each story mission is roughly about 20 minutes. And depending on which difficulty you're playing, let's be real, if you're playing on easy, you're going to beat the game in like five hours anyways. Yeah, But if you're playing on a more difficult setting, obviously that's going to lengthen the time you're playing the story missions. But 22 story missions and 20 minutes, that's, you know, I don't know. It's about what, I'm, I'm just doing math top of my head, 12, 15, Oh, that's dangerous to do, man. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll talk over you while you uh, get the calculator out because this is the internet and everybody will tell you you're wrong. You're actually quite good at math, though. So, Marty Pants. I pretend to be. I think this is not true. Okay, and why I'm going to say this is not true is for a few reasons. Number one, we were told that the beta represents less than 10% of what the final game will deliver. Beyond this, I don't honestly think that we have seen all the missions on Earth. If the game launches and, and we play through the same five missions and that's all of Earth, that makes no sense. Because I don't know about you, I played through the missions twice. You probably played through them four times or five times <laughs> since you've been doing this, you know, couple weeks and you played in the alpha i did the alpha yeah yeah the story doesn't really make sense of how we get from the end mission then onto the moon am i correct in saying so like they were really scattered to me it seems like the if we beat all the story missions on the moon in the beta that wouldn't make any sense to me because if it if it's really as open world as they're you know explaining then i don't think it's going to be as linear as Five story missions on the Earth, five story missions on the Moon, five on Mars, five on Venus. Twenty missions. Yeah, it doesn't make no sense, sense to me. Yeah, and the other thing too is there were no quest givers on the actual map, but from the trailers we've seen and some of the information that we've seen, there will be quest givers on the actual explorable maps, not just the little mission beepy like um, things. Oh, those, if you played uh, the explore mission beacons, yeah, yeah, which I thought those were actually really fun. That was a good time. I, I guarantee you there's going to be more than what they've outlined here or the story missions that these data miners have like looked at are actually quest lines, not right. a singular mission. And they got to be at least more in depth than we're thinking. Yeah. And the only thing, too, is I, I saw this all throughout Twitter. People max leveled their character and then started complaining about how short they thought the beta was. But I'm like... <laughs> I'm thinking back to my Pizza Hut days as a child when they gave demo discs out if you went to Pizza Hut or, like, in PlayStation Magazine. Okay, 
some of those demo discs would play about eight to 10 minutes of gameplay. You would have eight to 10 minutes to try the game out, and that was it. So to hear people complaining about the beta not being bigger than it actually was really confused me because this was a sample. This is an appetizer. This is try things out and stress test our systems. That's all it was, right? It's a pretty good appetizer, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there was... Okay, you had the potential to put a lot of hours into this if you wanted. I don't don't know how much I actually did. I I leveled two characters to eight, spent a lot of time with the Titan. I spent a decent amount of time with the Warlock, which I want to talk about later, because I think I'm going to probably play Warlock first. I did like the Titan a lot, especially with PvE. You can get away with stuff, but holy cow, dude, the Warlock super is so insane. Yeah, the like, Warlock Super is really good. I think the Warlock oh, and the Titan. Warlock and Titan Supers are the best for PvP. What is the Hunter Super? It's the Golden Gun. Oh, yeah, that's right. That thing looks really cool, too. Oh, did you see the video of the trigger pressure thing? Yeah, that was in the Alpha, too. Oh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the trigger, as you pull the trigger, your character actually pulls the trigger so you the, can see the, the hammer yeah, the pulling hammer back, pulling on, back the on the revolver. The cannon, yeah. Oh, just details like that, man, make this thing feel so posh, so nice. Okay, but back back to the story. 22 story missions, 11 crucible maps, 6 strikes, 4 explorable areas, and 1 raid at launch. I think this is wrong. I think the story mission thing, there may be 22 quest lines, because I just highly doubt, you know, you go about 5 times what we had in the beta, and that's the complete story of Destiny at launch. I find that to be unbelievable, and not true with their previous standards. Even if Doesn't they are 22 story missions, I think they're going to be longer than we're anticipating. Like the last mission probably won't take you 20 minutes to complete. It's probably going to be a little bit longer than that. So, oh, for sure. By the way, I did the math. It was if we have 20 minutes per story mission, that's about seven and a half hours of gameplay, which doesn't make sense at all. No, it doesn't. Even even a Halo game. OK, like Halo 3. My first time through was probably like nine or ten hours, and I was going through it pretty quick. You can do it way faster. You're than You're also that, probably playing on normal too. Yeah, not hard, like or Re- legendary. Real men play on legendary by I themselves. Know. I know. No teamwork. So you you soloed uh, Devil Slayer, didn't you? Yeah, I did. How uh, long did that take well, for the freaking second fight? I didn't technically solo Devil's Lair. I went yeah. through the area where Devil's Lair is in the explore mode, and the okay. um, the the tank, yeah, was with that tank boss was still yeah. there. So I I, oh, okay. I took that tank on by myself, and it took about I want to say about thirty five minutes just on the tank. Those things I did not figure out how to capitalize on their weak points. One of the things I noticed was like whenever you're shooting mobs that have multiple hit areas it shows you where you're shooting and yeah, like, like highlights it that was cool because you know there's mechanics involved with taking that boss down faster you, yes. you know shoot the shoulder you shoot the gun or the open i tried every trick i had like anytime the little um strikers what were the little flying things i think they uh, were called that shanks or shanks shanks yeah. that's right i always thought they were skanks i was like oh here come the skank bots <laughs> a lot of people did <laughs> i needed those for ammo though that was such a good like oh, here's the it's thing. so smart here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand the gunsmith in the tower sells consumables yeah he sells ammo packs for you yeah. to take on your raids to take on your strikes so in the middle of a strike if you run out of ammo and you don't want to run up to the enemies to kill them and pick up the <laughs> yeah. ammo you just consume the ammo pack so 
a lot of people don't understand. They're like, well, it's just a gun <laughs> ammo fest. You know, who can manage their ammo better? Well, yes, but there are ways around it. Oh, I never thought, I thought it was interesting and not an issue because like on bosses that require sustained DPS, like the tank boss, like the little walking spider bug thing, those skanks would come out and they would drop ammo. Those are what would come to give you <laughs> yeah, your ammunition. Yeah, they're, they're little ammo packs, basically. <laughs> yeah, and then they'd go down. I... Uh, all right, I wanted to talk more about the beta, but we'll get into that. Uh, story number two, which also I find to be sort of conflicting, is uh, Deej was doing a stream. Deej is the community manager, and he noted that each planet will have one explorable area. So that means when the game launches, if there are four explorable areas, that means four planets. That means the only zone you can explore is, is, is like one per planet. Does that make sense? Right. This, though, doesn't make sense because that would mean, A, we've seen all of Earth just from the Cosmodrone, but that that doesn't work because we've already been told of different zones from Earth. Yeah, there are, IGN put out an article of like four or five areas in Earth. That, and the Cosmodrone was one of these four. Yeah. So to think that we've like explored all of Earth, again, I find this to be bonkers or bananas. I think also like, okay... Cosmodrome was pretty big. Moon was really big. But, like, there's way more that we haven't seen to Earth. Right. Guaranteed. Like, if it just launches and it's like, yep, same zone from the beta. There were a few areas that were actually blocked off in in Earth. Yeah. Like, you would go to a certain area and it would it would tell you, this is a new area. It would show the new name, but, like, there was a locked door. Did you, how much moon did you explore? Oh, my gosh. You spend the whole two hours? Yeah, yeah. I did. So I spent, much is blocked I spent off. over two hours because I just stayed in the oh, You stayed in it? Yeah. See, I was an idiot when it finished. I'm like, I didn't think it was going to kick me out. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're leaving it open longer. Let's return to orbit. Of course, then I couldn't go back after I returned <laughs> to orbit. But Yeah, I went as deep as you could go in Hellmouth. Yeah. Yeah. And there were like doors that you couldn't get over. And there was some giant mob down there that was shaking the ground. It was yeah. like... <laughs> So even though we've seen a lot of the area, we haven't seen all of the area. I think people, too, are looking at things to just find critiques with the game. As yeah. soon as the beta's done, they're ready to sort of tear into things, which I can understand. That's fine. But at the same time, I'm definitely trusting Bungie on this one. And if the game releases with less content than what I expect, yes, I'll be a bit disappointed but B, I can't judge because from what I could tell from the beta, there appears to be enough activities to keep players busy for a very long time. Oh, yeah. More so than any Halo game has ever produced. Oh, yeah. I mean, what do you do after you beat the Legendary campaign with your friends? You could go turn skulls on and do it a few more times. But even like just getting into the explore missions, that's kind of what I would do to kill time if I was waiting for somebody to get on for like a strike. I always had fun and found new areas and just, I don't know, killing mobs became like mesmerizing. Yeah, basically farming. Yeah, it became relaxing. Like when we went to the moon, I had so much fun just like going back to areas I'd already explored Mm -hmm. and just re-killing enemies. I don't know what it was, but it's like more fun than farming and wow, I can guarantee you that. Like it was just sort of, once you got good guns, once you figured out like mechanics, I noticed at the end of like the beta play... I loved and I felt like smooth on the sticks, jumping and boosting and throwing a giant like AOE smash on the ground. Oh, yeah. Ugh, it was good. 
All right. Well, I, do you have anything else to say about the explorable zones? I think our first two stories are kind of BS, but if they are true, that would be a bummer, but not necessarily. So yeah, if it's a bummer, then we're just gonna have to look at the end game content to tide us over, and the end game content being the raids, the strikes, and the explore maps and the crucible maps. That's still a lot of content for the game. Like people are still playing Halo Three, and it only had campaign and multiplayer. It's it's going to have a lot of longevity, and it's going to have a lot of depth, I think. With the late-game focus, they said level 1 to 20 won't take too long. So that means the primary focus is the back half. The primary focus yeah. is 20-plus gameplay, Yeah, which I'm totally fine with. I enjoyed leveling, but once I had two level 8s, man, I could do whatever I wanted. I could go wherever I wanted, except to mess with like that level 13-something like yeah <laughs> few of those tougher mobs man like you were not kidding when i was leveling i went into a cave on cosmodrome and there was like they were obviously a few levels higher and they had the little question marks behind their head yeah one shot done <laughs> it was like okay not going back in that cave i gotta so. say one thing about the moon and i think i'm gonna do a commentary about my experiences on the moon but when i was going down in hellmouth i was scared going into yeah. a new area i was like are these guys going to one-shot me? And, like, you can see me enter a new area, and I see enemies. I'll, like, zoom in just to see their level before I continue on in the area. I got freaked out at some points. It was a huge shift in it, the story. Like, seriously. in terms of, like, the vibe and the tone. Because Earth was rather Earth docile. was like, I'm going to kill everybody. I'm the man. And then yeah. the moon is like, I'm in uncharted territory. How about some of that artwork? Like, the giant swords and the enormous chain holding some super boss down there. Like, yeah. I was freaked out. Every time I was going down, like, the, the tunnels or whatever, I'm wondering, when is this giant rancor going to come out and kill me? Because <laughs> exactly. I think that's what's down there, man. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, well, then our third story. And, uh, guys, if you are upset and you think this is totally true, that there's going to be less content than what you expect, let us know. I do like to read your opinions, and this is not like the all-hail-bungee show. It is valid critique. If that's what it's going to come out with, then that's what it comes out with. And if they don't release with enough stuff, then we can address it at that time. I just don't like hammering too hard on people for unconfirmed information. Usually it turns out not to be true, unless it's a, I don't know, a game informer about a certain Halo 4 and abilities and all sorts of stuff like that. So, all right. Number three, Bungie and Marty O'Donnell settle their lawsuit. Bungie pays $95,000 to Marty O'Donnell. So the issue here was that uh, Marty O'Donnell was released from Bungie back in April, and there was no cause, and there was no like really publicized reason for why the two left ways. Uh, Marty O'Donnell is the music supervisor. He's the head composer. Is that correct, Diddy? Yeah. I don't know what his title would be, but... He's like musical audio director... Yeah, he he basically made Halo what it was because of the music. I, I think we can say this guy is one of the all-time bests in terms of game composing. Yeah. Is that a stretch to say? No, absolutely right. not. That's definitely true. I mean, how many people can sing the Halo theme song? Like <laughs> Pretty much everybody. <laughs> even those who don't play it, my sister probably knows that song, dude. So, uh, he was released back then. The lawsuit went through the court, and turns out Marty won paid $95,000 and it leaves the question of a what was the suit about how much of Marty's music is actually going to be used in destiny and, and where where will Marty go I, I don't think you have to worry much about the third question because Marty could probably get a job at any single yeah he could walk into a game studio to. say let's get started and they would be okay with it 
Yeah, he's he's one of those key players at Bungie that a, it was shocking to see him let go. I'm very sad about this because I'm a huge fan of his work just from like Halo. Halo is one of those games that always has had just stellar music to the point where it's like a huge portion of the game, a huge portion of why I love Halo and why Halo is what it is. So to see him leaving Bungie at sort of the beginning of Destiny is quite sad. And I don't know, we heard a decent amount of the music used. Do you think any of it was his? I think most of it was his. Like a lot of the, even though he was let go from Bungie, most all of the music was completed by the time he left. So all of the music in Destiny, at least the first installment, is going to be Marty O'Donnell. The tower music and and sort of the theme music, that kind of mellow, um, I don't know what we would call it. It's very uh, ethereal sounding music. Yeah. I just like that so much. And then the heroic music is like, it reminded me a bit of Halo. Like, let's just be frank. It it gave you that feel of, I'm a superhero. Exactly. I don't know. What What do you think the lawsuit was about? I don't know. Something with the board of directors butting heads with Marty O'Donnell. There was speculation that he was asking for more money, and they didn't like that. But I was about to say, I want more money. Yeah, so that's what all these things are about. It's always about money, always, no matter what. And this guy, he's a valuable asset. I guarantee you, he could probably ask for whatever he wanted. Yeah, he's been with the company for over ten years too. So it's sad to see them go. But I bet you they didn't leave in the best of terms with with no like reason being released. This isn't one of those. Hey, guys, I've had a great time and I'm moving on seeing what else is out there for me in the future. Like we see with the most game company. I don't think he would voluntarily leave Bungie like that. No. And ninety five thousand dollars. Okay, In the grand scheme of things, that seems like a really small amount. Is it proper to say that for a lawsuit like this? Yeah. So. It just it just know. tells us that it was some dumb reason, uh-huh. and it wasn't like copyrights or anything. Yeah, I mean, like, geez, you'd make more from a divorce than that. <laughs> Depends on things, though. Anyway, I don't have any idea where Marty would go. I would think he would be beneficial anywhere. I've already heard people like, go to 343. I'm sure 343 has this all tied up by now. I don't think Marty's going back to Halo. Yeah, they wouldn't be like, oh, we're going to drop our current musical director because of Marty. Yeah. It's like, that would be a a bad thing to do to your current employees. You also wouldn't want to interfere because Halo's taken its new direction. It's not supposed to be what it was of old. So, that is our third story. Last one is the Interceptor Changes. Diddy, you want to cover this one? So, (laughs) Bungie understands that the Interceptor is overpowered. We get it, guys. It made the moon map almost unplayable for some of us. And it made the moon a lot of fun for the rest of us. And they understand. And that's the purpose of the beta. They're testing out the balances of the current state. And so they can make a better, more refined product for the final release. So they understand that the Interceptor is overpowered. So the changes that they're thinking of is a slower rate of fire, a smaller splash radius or blast radius on the rockets... And they're basically going to make it more tank-like, as opposed to, I'm just going to kill everybody in face roll. Oh, yeah, and one on map, too. Right now, there's two that spawn on the map oh, right yeah, from the spawns. Right. They're going to make it a singular spawn, so people fight for the one tank on the map. Which... And they're making it a delayed spawn. So what yeah. I'm anticipating, once heavy ammo starts to drop in on the map, that's when interceptors are going to become available, so that there is that counterplay to the interceptor. 
nobody because, because level cameo. one because level one you don't have anything to deal with an interceptor you don't have nothing you have nothing yeah except your own interceptor and you know whoever has the better pilot's going to win in that engagement but if there's heavy ammo as a counterpart to the interceptors coming on the map i think it'll be a little bit more balanced Moon was like the most fun map for me, and everybody is losing their mind right now. Yes, Venus is a better map, I can guarantee you that. But Moon was the most fun for me because you had a bunch of ethical people off the start who didn't pick up the pikes, who didn't pick up the interceptor. Every game I played, I was able to get the interceptor off the spawn, and I just sat in that thing for as long as possible. Yeah. A, there's ways way to, to take it down. If two players focus the interceptor player, they can take it down. B, a warlock can take the interceptor down with one shot of their super. Okay. So that was like not a huge deal. I never found that the interceptor was like too ridiculous that it couldn't be countered. I just felt like people didn't A, understand the game or B, like figure out, yeah, just use a super and you can take this thing down fairly easily. Yeah. It's just the the first few minutes of the game where the interceptor is too strong, where there's no oh, yeah. counterplay at all. That's... <laughs> I was going into the other team's spawn and they're running towards the cliff, dude. You were the just... people, you were the person that everybody hates. Basically. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I've played Halo. You've played Halo. You know exactly what it's like when you get into a Banshee or you get into a Scorpion. Like, I'm a coming! If like, it's on the map and anybody can get to it, I see no reason why I shouldn't be able to use it. I would agree. I would agree. Um, so, yeah, tank's going to be fixed, hopefully. Man, there were a lot of people that hated Moon. I could not believe how many people <laughs> hated it. Oh, your snipe streak was sweet, dude. Oh, thank uh, you. A uh, video in the description below, Diddy had a nice little snipe streak of players there. Titled Roses, by the way. Oh, yeah. The song was nice. Was that your friend? Yeah, it's a friend of mine. He's getting really good. Not that he hasn't been good so far, but he's really getting polished. He's awesome. He's getting really polished. All right, that's the news. Let's talk about the beta. I've been waiting all show for this. This is your ghost, Miranda. And when I'm not out helping Guardians, I'm listening to Destiny, the show. All right, beta recap time. I want to talk pros, cons, hopes. What character did you play or characters did you play? Things you liked, things that worry you, the whole beta experience, because I had a great time overall. I have some concerns. Actually, before we do that, let's talk about the moon, dude. Okay. The moon is awesome. The moon is awesome. What? Okay. Uh, It's hard because I expected more from the event. Okay, at first, let's like play this out. <laughs> the event happens. Yeah. I'm one of the first people I think on the moon. Okay. I got there like the minute it launched. I was in so early, it sent me right back to my orbit after like two minutes of the mission. Mobs were not loading in. There was something up like with the actual like moon mission itself. Shoved me back on the ship. I had to restart the mission, and then there were a bunch of players in there and beat the mission really fast. I thought the cutscene uh was really cool. I thought the um I was let down because it only took like three or four minutes to beat it. And I'm like, well, that's kind of dumb. And I didn't even get my emblem until the game comes out. What's up with that? So I load back into the moon and, you know, I start exploring. And then I kept exploring. And then I kept exploring and I kept going underground. And I'm tweeting like other people because the same experience was happening like with everyone else. Like the initial like kind of what the heck, man, this was like, that's it. That's what I was waiting for. And everybody I'm tweeting is like, dude. It's way underground, and there's a troll down here, and oh, and by the end of the two hours, I'm like, all right, that's really cool, because I think the moon was a bigger zone than the Cosmodrome, and we got to explore, like, 
all, not all of it, but you got to ex- explore enough to know, holy cow, the moon has some seriously freaky stuff on here. Yeah, it was awesome. I said it before, but I got scared when I was going down further and further because, like, it's dark. It's close quarters. You don't know what's down there. Mm-hmm. And that huge chain is like, this big, huge rain core is just going to come up and destroy you. It's dark. It got really dark really quick. And they were also talking about, like, where are the bodies? There should be bodies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're obviously harvesting something. And you're like, oh, it's getting juicy. And there's eggs. Oof. And the squishy, like, Oof. flood noises. <laughs> yeah, the flood noises, man. We're never going to escape the flood. They're just always going to bring it back scarier <laughs> and scarier. Uh, okay, so were you disappointed, though? Like, did you expect more from the event? See, I like to go into things with a very low bar, so I am yeah. easily impressed. Yeah. And I did not play on the easier difficulty. I played mm-hmm. on a more difficult yeah. setting. I played on the level 9 story mission. Instead of the level six, because I was level eight, I wanted a little bit of a challenge, and I died yeah. a few times. Yeah, the, the video I posted on my channel, let's—I'll be honest—it was my third playthrough because yeah. I had died like eight times in the first two, and they were okay. stupid deaths too. But it was—it was challenging because it was level nine. It was over my head a little bit. The enemies are more aggressive on the harder difficulty. It's yeah. It's not like easy to normal in halo it's like normal to legendary almost it's yeah. a big leap it's um uh, i built up false expectation let's be real man like i was <laughs> i was pausing there to think about it be like do i want to seem noble or do i want to just tell it like it is I, the the way they hyped it up they thought that it was going to be some awesome special event like a huge public event for like more than three or six people could just take on this huge boss on the moon they hyped it up to be something like that but it just turned out to be another story mission i thought the traveler was gonna wake up okay i'm dead serious i don't think they would show that in the beta yeah i don't think that's gonna happen at least until the very end of the game yeah so if people don't know what we're talking about two hours on saturday uh but Bungie basically had hyped up, show up, play the game during these two hours to unlock a special emblem, be there, be square, it's going to be testing our servers to the absolute limit, and we want to see how things go. Well, it actually was a good stress test for him because it crashed Crucible matchmaking, and it also crashed the tower. So towers were completely abandoned, like, for a good hour of the chunk of A, everybody being on the moon, and B, stuff was up with matchmaking. They finally got it fixed, but beforehand, it was cool, my tower filled up to the brim, like ton of people really yeah did you ever get on the roof of the hut right by the the spawning point in the tower oh yeah with the fan yeah yeah yeah. dude there were like five people just failing trying every way to jump up to get up there and it was like you have to go up to where you can activate the fan and then jump down to it yeah they're also like next to the hut there were like little boxes with the corner you could hop onto and i just had dance parties up there for a long time some big (laughs) dance parties i gotta admit like it's a good way to kill time. I would turn on the dance button, come back. What people would do with the female character, and it was pretty inappropriate, they would like position the character so then where they'd sit was like in an inappropriate place. So I'd come back and have like three or four people like flipping <laughs> into my body, like sitting below me. And it's like, dude, <laughs> come on, you guys. Like, let's not do this. But even still, it was pretty fun. Uh, the moon, yeah, no big event. The zone was beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that had to be like half of the files in there for the beta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was 
Oh my god, it was aesthetically the best I've ever seen in a video game. I tried really hard to clip over a wall at the very, very bottom, like, of... Because I feel like there were two or three bottoms of the cave network in the moon. Right. Is that about right? Yeah, I, w- I would say so, probably. It was easy to get turned around in there, too. Um, I tried for a long time to jump over a wall. Couldn't get over it, but it looks like there's going to be strikes down there. Or it's going to have some sort of dungeons yeah, or definitely. something. Yeah, it has to you, be. You could go into areas where the door was shut, yet it would load the text for the new zone. Exactly. Like, okay, so there were those two level 12 hallowed knights, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If, if yeah, you yeah. killed both of them, which is pretty difficult because they one-shot you, Yeah. It, they weren't guarding anything. They were just guarding a room. And, like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense, but it's a beta. That's a closed-off area that they're guarding. Something important is happening over there, definitely. And that's why it brings us all back to the initial story of why I think that Earth and one zone per thing, like, these zones are bigger than what you saw in the beta. Seriously, I think Cosmodrone, you're going to run into some walls and doors that are going to allow you to enter the next explorable area that's all linked. On the Forgotten Shore, if you kept going around, there were those higher level question mark enemies that would one-shot you. So there's more areas we haven't seen. Guaranteed. There's more to the area that we haven't seen. Guaranteed, yeah. Okay, so for me, I played two characters. I played a Titan, uh, a male Exo Titan for the very first character. Got him to level eight. I thought the story missions the first time around were amazing. Ones that stood out to me was, I think, mission three, which is where you're first introduced to the Flood-type enemies, the Thralls. Yes. That was sick. The wizard that came from the moon. Yes, in the dark. (laughs) In the dark. Like, I love when the flashlight turns on and the music. Like, (laughs) and I was legit like, Oh my gosh, this is sick. So much fun. Space Wizard, the first time like playing through it, I thought he was a cool mob. I thought it was fun to try and learn the mechanics of the different bosses yeah. or the different enemy types. So like, it was a good time. I enjoyed the story mission. I got there. I played the exploration a bit. I played the Devil Slayer Strike like once or twice with the Titan. First time through Devil Slayer. Horrible, horrible idiot squad mates. Like, I wish people understood. Shoot the ads. First, guys, don't shoot the boss mobs. Don't shoot the elite mobs. Shoot the like the ads, the trash mobs. Shoot the bad like extra dudes, the skanks, the thralls, the oh, the acolytes. Yeah, acolytes. Fallen. Yeah, yeah. Or the hive acolytes, and then uh, fallen yeah. dregs and vandals. I left one uh, strike when I was leveling the warlock on the first like encounter, where it's just like the three stage fight. Because the one guy had a sniper rifle, and he it was horrible. Like he couldn't shoot the broadside of a barn. He's with the snipe shooting every small close up enemy, like trying to shoot <laughs> thralls. Yet in the back, there's those cloaked acolytes who are shooting or fallen. They were fallen. Yeah. The cloaked ones who are shooting like the long range snipey kind of rifles that would take your shield out. And I'm just like, I wish a there was some communication tools because we wiped like twice and then I left. I'm like, this is not gonna work. I'm not gonna do this with you guys. And I, I wish there was a way to like, <clears throat> yeah, I can't like type proximity, proximity voice chat would be good. Yeah, for a game that's so heavily MMO, I would have liked more communication options. Yeah, there's there were a lot of complaints on Reddit about that, and I think Bungie is going to address it at some point. Yeah, I think we'll see more emotes, but so much comes down to communication that I, as you you forget, like in an MMO, I can type on my keyboard. Okay, on WoW, if I'm in an instance and some guy's being an idiot and standing in a pool that he shouldn't be standing <laughs> in, like taking damage. Get out of the pool, and he can see that, like, on his thing. I wanted to text that and just be like, bro, shoot 
the tank. Stop. <laughs> Ugh, it's frustrating there. But uh, Titan did a bunch of PvP with. I thought Titan was hysterical. The ground smash for uh, domination is like one of the best supers ever because you just run into a hill of three people triple kill and the announcer would laugh it was like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> the, like, the announcer's funny the crucible is no place for the weak yeah people think that the announcer is so like monotone and boring but he's hilarious have oh you heard gosh. him yell at people if you're trip capped for too long yeah he will yell at people to get some points like what are you doing no one listened to your tip Everyone off the start ran for the other player's like flag or run for B right away, no and there would only be one or two. Oh. No one liked my tips because there were people like, "Well, yeah, no duh, thanks a lot, Captain Obvious." And I'm like, "No, every yeah. PvP map I played, people screwed it Nobody up. Nobody does it. Like on oh. Moon, I got B every single time with a pike. Every single time. There, there was some art barks in PvP. You were not kidding, like." There were some people who were, like, watching paint dry or looking at the sun <laughs> or doing the stupidest things I've ever seen. No one capping B on the moon. I would always be in there like, almost got it, almost got it, interceptor shows up, you're dead. And, like, there's two teammates over sitting on C doing nothing. Yeah, they'll, they'll totally neglect their spawn capture point to go yeah. for the enemies. Yeah. It doesn't so, make sense. People need to learn how to play the game. I thought PvP was really good. I know a lot of folks are thinking that the balance should change. I knew a lot of people were commenting on my video or on Twitter saying that overpowered weapons are too good or gear is too good and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think people realize if you have a scout rifle, that scout rifle does the same damage as everybody else's scout rifle on that crucible map unless it's an iron banner event. If you have an auto rifle, same damage as every other auto rifle. People are thinking like, well, that's an overpowered gun. He killed me so fast. Well, you have the same access to the same damage output that that dude does without farming rare weapons. Yeah, the only thing that makes a difference in regular PvP, not the Iron Banner, is rate of fire, reload and time, impact, right? and I don't know about impact. There was some speculation yeah. about that, but I don't know enough to comment Unconfirmed. on Unconfirmed. Yeah. yeah, but rate of fire, damage per second, DPS, and... Uh, any attachments or upgrades that your weapon has. Like, you can have a different sight. Okay, I don't care. You can have faster reload time. I don't care. I can still kill yeah. you with my clip. Yeah. And uh, obviously clip size is different too. Yeah, so, okay. All those things you get to pick before you go in, but that doesn't change, like, the fact that it's... Uh, I don't know. Like the, I get frustrated. The, the first weapon it. that you get in the story mode, like that... Uh, what is it? The uh, like the M5 from yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that yeah. that gun. I love that. I use that in PvP all the time. Yeah. I love yeah. that gun. It's so good. I found every gun that I I wanted to use was decent, and it depended on how I would play with it. Also, people were not rushing heavy uh, arm or what is it? Heavy ammo. Like they should have. Like people need to understand that's that's a power weapon. And they like, need to understand that more than one person can pick it up at the same time. People did. Not know that people were not picking up green ammo, and yet I see like a slew of tweets and people complaining about the balance when it's like a lot of people complaining about the balance of the PvP don't understand the full mechanics of PvP, and they just need to take a step back and say, I need to learn this game before I complain about it. Yeah. All right, so almost done with my uh, like portion of things. The second character I played was a female awoken warlock. 
I'm going to be playing, I think, that exact same class when the game launches. And the reason being, I like Titan. You can play way more aggressive and stupid in PvE as the Titan. You are way tankier. I did notice a difference between, like, yeah, the Warlock is squishier. Two reasons. I liked the Warlock's talent tree a little bit better. Titan is fun. It seemed a little bland for my taste. And the other thing, too, is... I have played a lot of Halo over the years. You have too. So I'm not worried about like having a character that's more tanky and playing stupid. I can get behind cover. I, I felt safe and I felt like if I play smarter, I could be the squishier character that put out a lot of damage. A, that, and B, jumping in the air and throwing a giant AoE ball is really cool. <laughs> B, Awoken is cooler than Exo in my mind. And I'll like just say this, like... The Exo face model, yes, I was playing a female, and that's some people are like, whoa, that's really weird and taboo. Why would you do that? But the face models were really good. The eyes, Diddy, the eyes are so good. You were completely right. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they seem like they've got more personality. Like, the Exo, I'm sure, is just going to be a robot, and a robot is kind of <laughs> bland. Let's face it. Like, they don't have emotions, but the Awoken we know nothing about. I loved, like, the hair, I loved the eyes, I loved all the stuff you could create with it. That's going to be my character. Uh, Network performance for people on crappy connections. It worked so well. Yeah, you have a first-hand Horrible connection. Yeah, two two different bad connections, guys. Number one, the first internet place I was at, I was playing on one down, one up, and, you know, sometimes there'd be people on Netflix, sometimes people would be surfing the web. I experienced virtually no troubles with PvE and almost no troubles with PvP. Now, I've gotten used to playing in the lag a little bit, so <laughs> I, I, can, I can definitely feel a little slogginess in PvP more so than PvE. I was shocked how well the game ran, especially if it was just me. Boom. All my hits on the enemies worked perfectly. If I was with a group of three doing a strike, I didn't notice any difference. And now I'm on 0.5.5, which is where I spent most of my time in the beta. It worked really stinking well and visual like visually uh, on the xbox one 900p did not bother me i did not have one single fps drop it never stuttered never no matter how much particle junk was on the screen or like how much was going on it stayed consistent i don't know if we were at 60 fps for the beta i think it might have been 30 i think it's 30 yeah yeah i think the final game actually might be 30 as well i think that fits with the way the game actually feels i like 30 because that's kind of a halo feel but visually, I thought it was great. It didn't seem like over-the-top bang you on the top of the head like um, Titanfall, kind of, like Next Genny. Titanfall is like a Michael Bay movie from the very start. It's like explosions <laughs> and, and just insanely nice-looking textures and stuff like that. Michael Bay Transformers, the game. But it was the lighting that got me. It was like, the second time I played through with the Warlock, going through the whole missions again, A, I breezed through the missions way faster and and knew how to handle things, which I liked. That showed that there was a learning curve. And and by the end of the beta, I felt like I could handle mobs really efficiently. But the lighting in the dark areas, the dust, when you'd look up on the moon and see like sun shafts just like doing these crazy effects, it really felt nice. It was a universe that I thought was this really um, very deep, but not over the top to the point where if I played on a 360, I feel like, well, I'm missing out on all of Destiny. It's an accoutrement, it's a benefit, it looks next-gen, and I'm sure over like the timeline that is Destiny, it'll even improve more. So that was my experience, Diddy. This is your, like, you, you got two weeks with this, you got time with the Alpha, you are the guru at this point, so what was your experience like? I really liked it. Uh, I think everything was very smooth. I think 
there are definitely some balance changes that need to happen, but overall I th- saw no performance issues at all. Granted, I'm on the PlayStation 4, and I have a Verizon Fios internet, so I'm not expected to have performance issues. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think the the game, honestly, I think the beta could have been launch, and they just do a quick update for the balance changes, like, uh, two weeks later. I think... Yeah the point we're at now the game could have launched and it would have been very successful okay and which characters did you have three level eights no i i did have three characters i had a titan warlock and a a hunter hunter is when i put the most hours and i've actually put 20 hours into my hunter character Mm -hmm. Um, the hunter and the titan got to level eight but the warlock i stopped at level six simply because when i was playing through my warlock they announced the iron banner yeah and when i got to level six on my warlock the iron banner opened and i wanted to switch to my titan and war or hunter just because i have better gear there and okay so i just spent more time with my hunter i just like the double jump too much and oh my gosh the iron banner cape that i got yeah so good undoubtedly the the hunter gear i think looks the best in terms of beta (laughs) gear i thought like your cape the cape is awesome I I love all the capes. They're so good. Like there's one cape that I saw, not in the beta, but like on the internet somewhere. Concept art. It was like yeah. transparent fire. I was like, hell yeah, nice, it nice, awesome. It, okay, at the very end, I didn't want to play anymore. I stopped on Saturday. I felt like if I played a third character, I would have gotten bored and I would have gotten kind of angry and felt like I was doing trying yeah. to milk more than what was there. Since the beta is a little short. In terms of the full game scope, you would have just done the same thing over and over again. And that's kind of why I didn't max my Warlock character, because, meh. I didn't want to leave angry. I wanted to leave on the high note that oh, was, yeah. man, the moon was cool. I'm done. <laughs> you know, Definitely. Like- yeah, the moon, the moon exploring was all it takes to convince me that this game's going to be amazing. Because it's just like the best appetizer of your life and you leave the restaurant before your full course meal. You leave hungry. Yeah. That's what like you got to do. You always want like a movie that leaves you wanting more in a good way. Not like what just happened with the story. Like The Hobbit I love the smog, you mean? Yeah. I'm like <laughs> let's go. Let's go. When is next Christmas? Come on. Like I cannot wait. I'm a bunky junkie for that stuff. And the beta did the same for me. I have a few concerns. Okay. First one being the lack of communication especially in the tower. I would love some sort of proximity voice. The other thing, too, was other than the event, my tower was not very crowded. Not not as crowded as I would have thought. And same thing with the explore missions. I saw a few players, but I never felt MMO-like. And it might be because it was the beta. I never bumped into anybody on my friends list, even when we were playing at the same time and, and both in the tower at the same time. They didn't show up in my zone. And and I just missed that MMO element because any time a public event would happen and there were people there, that was my favorite thing. Or when I was exploring the moon and I'd see a few other people doing the same, I'd join up with them, we'd kill moms together. That's the high point for some of the, the stuff I'm looking for out of Destiny that felt MMO. There were a lot of times where it didn't feel MMO. And I like when you enter an area, respawning is limited, and if they're not in your fire team, it's just you in that zone, and in that instance, like, when you start the Devil's Lair raid, you would start in an open explore area with other players who were starting the raid, too. I liked that. 
Because there could be six to nine people all, you know, pushing down the map. An event would happen, like, kill this guy before he gets to this point. We'd all, like, stop what we're doing and chase this guy down and try and, like, take out this dude who has a ridiculous amount of health. Sometimes we would, sometimes we wouldn't. I loved that feeling. I didn't get enough of it, though. Like, how was it on PS4? It was pretty much the same. I did not experience a crowded tower like you did in the event. Yeah. It was pretty barren, to be honest. And I think... In terms of the explore, how the cooperative experience plays, I think that's what Bungie intends. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't want like twenty people on the map all trying yeah. to do something. They want it to be a little bit more confined to three or four people. I, I that could make sense, and I can understand that based on specific zones. And I'm sure when more friends are on and I can form a bigger fire team, it'll be a little bit different. But yeah, the tower, I think I, think, I wanted more people. You wanted more people in the tower, yeah. I think if they incorporated some types of some type of proximity voice chat in the explorer, so like when you join up for people on a public event, you can communicate that way. Totally. But I think it would be really cool if if your friends are playing at the same time, because the way I think they have it coded right now is it's regional in yeah. terms of who's in the tower. So like. Yeah. You're in the mountain area of the United States. Yeah, I'm People getting Denver region, players, basically. Yeah, you're getting Denver players. I'm getting Texans. And yeah. if they have friends on your friends list, it would be really cool if they had, you know, your friends in a tower at the same time as you. Even though if they're not on your fire team, they can join up really easily. I think that would be cool to incorporate. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Agreed. I'm I'm not judging everything based on the beta. I know it was stress testing, and there were obvious moments where, like, when they started the public event... Things went down. Crucible went down. Tower went down. They were able to fix it and get it back up, but that's crucial data that they need. I'm looking forward to the next few days, and and hopefully, well, they probably won't, but I would love to see the population numbers. I would love to see how many people were playing across the different platforms. Like, I'm pretty sure you know they had it. Like, did you see the Bungie Weekly update? They teased all these photos of them, like, looking at the graph of the population charts, like this (laughs) little sine wave going across the screen. I'm like, how many people is it? I need to know. Now, isn't that weird? Like we More crave. people than Halo 4. Ooh. Ooh, shots fired. All right, that's our topics for the day. Let's get into the Tower Talk. It's time for the Tower Talk. All right, so today's Tower Talk, we had GamerX742, a member of the Destiny of the Show clan. You guys should definitely join up. You can explore with us, adventure. I saw some DTS players out there. My clan tag didn't work, but... That's another story for another time. And he left on our group forum a question about the post-Destiny beta experience and event. And he writes, what did you guys think of the beta? Pros and cons. And what would you rate it 1 to 10? I would say it was fun to play and the weapons, abilities, and melee all felt like they did some real damage. The world was fun to explore. The cons, I would say, and this first one is mainly a beta issue, is that it got repetitive pretty quickly. And the Crucible didn't keep me engaged too much. I stopped playing for a bit because of that up until Iron Banner. The other is that I felt like leveling, even if it's for endgame stuff, was too fast. I got to level 8 in 2 hours. I'd be fine with 3 or 4 hours, but 2? Overall, I'd rate it 8 out of 10. Pretty good beta. What do you guys think? So first of all, GamerX742, thank you. If you guys want to submit questions, do! You can do that right on our clan page, and it's enjoyable. Others can read it, others can respond, and we encourage that. So Diddy, I'm going to fire this one directly at you. What would you rate number one to ten? We've sort of talked pros and cons, but if you could just hit the over broad, whatever you would want to call it, just as large scale as possible, how was the beta? 
I would say about an 8, 8.5. I would agree with Gamer742. It's It was good. There's definitely some improvements, and it was very short. <laughs> yeah. it It's so hard to know because, like, how much did they intentionally put in for the beta? Seriously, yeah, because we knew the alpha was less than 10%, but how much was the beta? And it really felt like, oh, you ding level eight. Thanks for trying. We appreciate it. And, and that could have just been your experience right there. It's like try yeah. our five missions. We're done. They put some stuff in like, yes, you could grind for rep and you could do bounties. But I found that I was not getting anywhere near enough to buy anything decent. And beyond that, everything that was in there for gear to be bought was a level 10 or a level 20. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like everything yeah. you wanted was like. It was either just out of reach or it was legendary. I bought a ship. That's what I bought. Yeah, I bought bought ships for all my classes. (laughs) I put my guns away. I didn't get any purples. I didn't got... How did you get your purple items? I only only got the purple cape from the Iron Banner. That's all And it was Iron Banner. Is Is that like basically the only way it would drop or would they drop in normal crucibles? I think once we get to level 20, we'll we'll see some legendary drops. I've seen... um, People get gold items and purple mm-hmm. items. Gold and purple, I think, are the top two. Yeah. I think I think it goes white, green, blue, golden, and purple, or purple than gold. I don't know which, but in terms of rarity or uncommonness, that's I think that's what it is. I got a, I got a uh, a couple blue items, but I obviously couldn't use them because they're level 10, 12. Yeah. Well, it was nice that they were in there to just put some pictures to make you jealous. Some of the gear looked. Really stinking good. Some of like I don't know if you said that like warlock armlet that was flame. You yeah. mentioned it earlier. Oh yeah, it was. So, it's awesome for me. Like if I would have just played one character in the beta, I would have given the beta a six out of ten. But since I played a second character, the warlock, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten because on the warlock, I already knew how quickly to get to level eight. I knew how to handle the missions, and I knew kind of what I wanted to do to start farming gear. I immediately started running strikes with the Warlock and I would run strikes back to back to back because I found that to be one of the most fun ways to A, kill a bunch of mobs, B, try out new weapons and level weapons. I got an auto rifle that I just adored, dude. Like crazy high rate of of fire. Uh, I don't. I don't have it with me. It had like a 42 clip. Uh, It was Did you get the, was it Shinjin? Yeah, it was a Shinjin, I think. Oh, lucky. I never found a Shinjin. I stuck with my Cydonia. Oh, it was a cool weapon. I leveled it up. I got a different scope. I got this like ability with my gauntlets so that like when I'd get enemy kills, it would make the reload faster. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I finally was like at the end of the beta on Saturday doing strikes all day, waiting until the moon would open up, I was having so much stinking fun. I knew how to take the bosses out and it became this challenge to like, how fast can we kill this? How efficient can we do this? How bold can I play? Like expecting the enemies come from here. They come from here, throwing things out. And I'm looking forward to a higher difficulty so you can do strikes on like heroic. That's I think strikes are going to be where I spend a lot of my time in the actual release of the game because they're firefights that are done much better than firefight ever was plain and simple for me. And definitely good gear dropped. Like I would sit in there, I'd get some good gear. I'm like, that might be good on the Titan or I might like that gun. At the end, I was a bit like bloated in terms of gear. I'm like, I got too much stuff that I don't want and I don't need it. I I did. I did. Oh, my vault was. (laughs) <laughs> filling up with a bunch of guns I could care less about. Scout rifle was my favorite for PvP. Really? Yeah. Oh, Ugh. dude. Two I shots. I can't do it, man. Oh, it was like a DMR. I loved it, dude. Especially for Moon with the long sight lines. 
Moon, I understand, yeah. In the alpha, I use scout rifle all the time, but I just I couldn't find one that I liked in the beta. I got lucky, I think, with my teammates because PvP wise, we we just crushed. You are so lucky, dude. I, I think it's different on on Xbox. I and I might be speaking a, out my butt. But. I would be putting a. We'll see. Xbox players have had Halo for the past ten years. What do PlayStation players have? Yeah, Killzone. I mean, yeah. really? Come on. But I was putting up like. 6,000 plus point games and I would still lose. It yeah. was disappointing. So GamerX, in answer to your feeling that the leveling was too fast, I'm going to say a few things. A, the level scale. By the time we were getting to level 7, the amount of time it took to get to level 7 to 8 is more than it takes to get to 1 to 2 or 2 to 3, basically. I think you're going to see the same scaling continue the farther up you go. I bet you when you hit level 15, 15 to 16 is going to take way more time than it actually took to get to 7 to 8. And I would expect that. B, I think they wanted to get people through to level 8 quicker than the actual release of the game because there's only five missions on the disc, and and those missions are scaling different mobs and different enemies that are going to play. You're not going to have a wizard in the level 1 missions. That's simply (laughs) not going to happen. You're not going to have a troll or something like level 8 or level 12 that are going to exist in the earlier missions. I think the leveling to 20, I hope it's going to be longer than, you know, four or five hours. If it is, we'll have to judge it at that time, but I think... For the beta, it was scaled for the beta and not scaled for launch. That's what I would take a stab in the dark at. Yeah, and in terms of the Crucible not keeping people engaged, I totally understand that. I was pretty burnt out on Control. I just wanted to play some Rumble free-for-all. and I want a Slayer too, man. There's, what, 11 Crucible? Was it maps or game types that you said? Six game types, 11 Crucible maps. Okay, then, yeah, I... I'm excited. FFA in in Destiny is going to be so sweet. I'm so happy. I play with my... That would almost sounded bad. I play alone a lot. Yeah. And... Oh. Like... (laughs) (laughs) uh, You get it. Um, Yeah, I got it. it. But it's... Free-for-all is just my game type. I just lone wolf all the time. I don't know why they stuck domination in there other than to force map movement. Not technically domination. Not technically, but... Yeah, it's, it's similar. It's it, so similar. Control. Okay. I explained this on Twitter. Control is a Slayer game type, not objective, because the points you control do not gain you points over time. They are kill modifiers. So you get more points for killing if you have more flag points. Exactly. One yeah. kill is 100 points. One yeah. flag point you control is 50 points. So if mm-hmm. I control two points, one kill is going to be 200 points. Yes. So it's not an objective game it's technically a slayer game i thought the movement was something that was so cool because in the beginning i felt like a drunk monkey who <laughs> sucked with like the jetpack who could not like get it down but by the end there are so many different ways you can use the jetpack like just based on how quickly you activate the jetpack after your, your initial jump changes the arc of your flight significantly oh, you yeah. can use it as a hover you can use it as a get me up on the next level you can cancel it mid-flight you can't use it like you can't be jetpacking and shooting and aiming down sights at the same time there's a lot of thought put into it and the momentum that's what felt like halo to me the gunplay felt a bit like cod in some ways, but not not the same. I mean, players are beefier and meatier than in COD. But the movement felt like Halo, which, like, a really good Halo 3 player is amazing. It's very graceful. There's a momentum system. Your Spartan has weight. I felt like the Guardians had weight, whereas when I play COD, I feel like I'm playing with a paperweight who just, like, <laughs> slides on ice around the mouth. The two-inch <laughs> jump. <laughs> so, 
All right, that is it for the Tower Talk. Came from Twitter. It came from Twitter. We had a few tweets while we were uh, testing the beta out. We always appreciate it. You can send us your tweets at Destiny the Show, and we'll read them here on the show. So Anthony, who is Teb Hernandez, it's kind of hard, so happy right now, and he sent us a nice picture of him installing Destiny, which that was not a happy time for me, dude. Let me tell you, that was... (laughs) I gave up. I went to like a friend's office to download it because it was not going to happen in that time frame. Dang. A.H. Piano Man, Mr. Andrew Hayes writes, Day one Destiny beta. Warlock level eight. Epic PvP or PvE. Don't care for the PvP. I can't wait for the full release. Also, Epic Clan Tag. That Destiny the Show. Thank you, A.H. Piano Man. We also have Cat Stash representing at Destiny the Show in the Destiny beta, tweeting us a picture of himself playing. I'm not sure what class that is, but he's got a sweet little emblem and Destiny the Show tag working for him right down there. And I think we also had Lone Wolf Wes again riding in saying, apparently this fallen vandal needed to take a seat. And it's a picture of a fallen that had died and he's like sitting up like he's watching TV. So great picture. Lurker Zero writes in, dude, Hunter for the win. By the way, do I need your approval for my Destiny the Show clan tag to appear? No, there's no approval necessary. If you guys want to play with us, check out Destiny the Show clan. Link down below. You can click join. And I don't think the clan tags were working for everybody. I know myself it wasn't working. I may have actually screwed up the Xbox clan because I tried to leave <laughs> and join. And Cat Stash is like, why'd you disband it? And I'm like, I totally didn't. And then he like showed me a picture and it looked like I disbanded it. So sorry Way if I did that. Way yeah, I know. I'm terrible at and then Sassy's picture is he's gloating. He's showing off some crazy PvP score. And I think that's all the tweets that we had for that today. That 9,000-point game, Sassy, is ridiculous. Dude, Sassy's just going to murder Australia. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, so 360 and PS3 players, are they going to play on the cloud server stuff, or are they just playing peer-to-peer? I have no idea. I have no that idea. That would be a question, because I thought the cloud server stuff felt great on this trashy connection. So Yeah, it felt really good. And that's going to do it for today's show, everyone. Thank you for listening. A little bit longer today. I actually enjoy that. Oh, I do want to say huge thanks to our iTunes listeners. You guys are actually a really large uh, portion of the show listeners, and I appreciate that. It's cool to see so many people enjoying it. You are our best outlet for growing the show, so if you enjoy, please share with your friends. It's sort of a beginning stage for us, and the next few weeks, we're going to have to just freaking pray for some news and and hope that some things happen, because... September 9th feels a long, long way away. All right, Diddy, where can people find you on the internet? Twitter.com slash whooshness and YouTube.com slash whooshness with three O's. Are we going to see more Destiny content and videos coming from you? Absolutely. I recorded a bunch of footage from the moon, uh, just in certain areas, you know, short five-minute segments. So I'll be doing a few commentaries of exploring the moon and my overall impressions of the beta over on the YouTubes. I'm looking forward to that because I honestly don't know how I'm going to survive until September 9th. That is so long, or it feels so long at this point. So. I have about 10 videos of multiplayer and uh, explore mi- uh, missions, so don't Put worry. Out. I, I, need my, I need my craving, bro. I'm, I'm already hankering for it. Remember to check out DestinyTheShow.com for regular posts, updates, and all the links from today's show. If you want to be on the Tower Talk, send us a voicemail, send us a question. You can email us destinytheshow at gmail.com or you can leave a question on the clan wall. That's what this week worked out well. I enjoyed it. Be sure to follow at Destiny Show on Twitter. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon. That's all we have for you this week. Thank you for listening and we'll check you out next time.